Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited about our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. The power of story serves you best when you know how to use it. Today I have a special guest, Natalie Christine Burridge, a self-love and yoga guru. But before I give her the mic, I want to share a beautifully penned quote from Charlie Chaplin about this very topic of self-love. It's kind of long, so sit back and enjoy the meditation of it. He said, As I began to love myself, I found that anguish and emotional suffering are only warning signs that I was living against my own truth. Today, I know this is authenticity. As I began to love myself, I understood how much it can offend somebody if I try to force my desires on this person. Even though I knew the time was not right, and the person was not ready for it, and even though this person was me. Today, I call it respect. As I began to love myself, I stopped craving for a different life, and I could see that everything that surrounded me was inviting me to grow. Today, I call it maturity. As I began to love myself, I understood that at any circumstance, I am in the right place at the right time, and everything happens at exactly the right moment, so I could be calm. Today I call it self-confidence. As I began to love myself, I quit stealing my own time, and I stopped designing huge projects for the future. Today, I only do what brings me joy and happiness, things I love to do and that make my heart cheer, and I do them in my own way and in my own rhythm. Today, I call it simplicity. As I began to love myself, I freed myself of anything that is no good for my health, food, people, things, situations, and everything that drew me down and away from myself. At first, I called this attitude a healthy egoism. Today, I know it is love of oneself. As I began to love myself, I quit trying to always be right, and ever since I was wrong, less of the time. Today, I discovered that is modesty. As I began to love myself, I refused to go on living in the past, and worrying about the future. Now I only live for the moment where everything is happening. Today, I live each day, day by day, and I call it fulfillment. As I began to love myself, I recognize that my mind can disturb me, and it can make me sick. But as I connect to my heart, my mind became a valuable ally. Today, I call this connection wisdom of the heart. We no longer need to fear arguments, confrontations, or any kind of problems with ourselves or others. Even stars collide, and out of their crashing, new worlds are born. Today, I know that is life." Unquote. As we travel through this thing called life, we create so many stories about ourselves. We are the writers and producers of most of the stories that either support us in living our biggest and best lives, or they hold us back from that very thing. 
I want to introduce Natalie Christine because she knows a thing or two about self-love. In fact, she preaches, teaches, and lives it every day. Let me tell you about her. So Natalie is the owner of the Love Yoga Flow Studio in Columbus, Ohio. She's a yoga teacher and self-proclaimed creation catalyst. Yes. What this means is that she also works as a life coach where she loves to empower her clients to shift from the trauma and drama of life into a space of purposeful and fun creation so they can create the life they desired. Her big thing is empowering her students with the idea that self-love is key. Natalie was a coach of mine, so I know how good she is in real life. Magnificent woman who truly stands for self-care, self-love, and how to get there. So I've asked her here today to discuss self-love because what foundation could be more important for loving your story? Hi, Natalie. How are you? Hi, Lori. I am so thrilled and excited and honored to be here. You are amazing, and I'm just thrilled to be having this conversation with you and all your, all your listeners. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm so excited to have you here because I feel like your area of expertise, the things you know and actively do and live and what you create in others is such a crucial foundation to loving life, loving your own story, being at peace with yourself. That's what you do. So what is your theory and approach to self-love? You know, self-love can sound so like nebulous when, when someone's like, all right, I, I, I know I need this. I know I, that this is going to be like helpful and supportive in my life, but how the heck do I get there? Because most people, when they have that self-love desire go off, they're living in a space of self-doubt and lack of confidence and really struggling with loving themselves. So it's like, how do you go from that space to like confidence and trusting yourself and loving yourself? And what I like to share with people is it begins with just the willingness to make that choice and make that decision, that shift. And then it's a practice. It's a practice at first, which means when you first start off on your self-love journey is you're probably gonna feel like a fraud because you're like, but I don't, I'm struggling and this, that, and the other, but it's like, awesome. And you'll get there eventually. And so I like to define self-love as, this is something I asked myself about six months ago, you know, how can I define it for people so they can begin to practice it? And for me, and what I teach to my, my clients and my students is it's practicing self-gratitude, self-kindness, and self-forgiveness in every single moment, every single day. And you know, and I'll share with you why I chose those three, those three things. So kindness, we all understand what kindness is, right? So it's like really being kind to yourself, being your own best friend, being kind in your thoughts, being kind in your actions towards yourself. And of course, forgiveness, that's an important one because you're gonna stumble along the way. You're gonna forget. You're gonna have a day where you feel like crap. You're gonna have a day where you've been an expert at beating yourself up. And then you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh my God. I, I totally forgot like and you, then that can turn into like a loop of failure right so it's so important that you are willing to forgive yourself along this journey and cut yourself a break and then lastly self-gratitude because that's really like the energy that's gonna start uplifting you when you really start to to go from a space of not believing to believing and knowing that you are a gift and you are a miracle and you do matter then gratitude is my, my favorite uh, practice to get there. So I feel like the combination of those three um, really get people in the space of really self-loving. 
about your story. How did you get to this place in your life? Have you always loved yourself or was it a process of finding that beauty and richness in who you are? Yeah, so it was a process for sure. And um, I love how you said, and your voice sounds so beautiful. And excuse my voice right now. I just came off of a weekend of coaching, so my voice is a little funny sounding. But, um, you know, it's, it's so beautiful. You just said it like this beautiful process. And it was looking back. But during it, it felt like just it was anything but, right? So the reason why I teach this to people is because I didn't have it. And, you know, really during my 20s, I struggled with a lot of the result of the lack of self-love, meaning abusive relationships, emotionally abusive relationships, an abusive self-relationship, you know, that, that resulted in me consistently like binge eating and over drinking and unkind thoughts, you know, like really never being good enough. You know, when it was really, when I was 27, I was driving to work one day and I had this light bulb go off that was like, okay, I'm not willing to kill myself. So I got to figure out this life stuff. I'm way too young and way too blessed to be this organically miserable. And I always knew it was up to me. You know, I thought about my family and it wasn't like they did like, I have a great family and life was, you know, pretty great. And of course I have like the, the, the normal bumps and bruises we all do in life, but really nothing over the top extraordinarily bad happened to me. And I was like, I got to figure this out because I have a long life ahead of me. And so I hired my first coach. And that turned into a whole healing process with coaches and mentors and healers and realizing then once I came out on the other side of it, embracing my imperfections, because it's a journey. Like I actively practice self-love because my voice of doubt can still kick in and when it tricked me and I know what that sounds like. And so once I came out the other side as a teacher and I realized that like no matter how old someone was or what they looked like or how much money they made, unless they've been a self-love activist, they struggle with this. I wanted to really just bring this to the world because, you know, what does self-love have to do with success and the results you want to create in any area of your life? Everything. Everything. And so that's what led me to today. You know, in my experience with the emotional intelligence training and with coaching, I am absolutely flabbergasted at how across the board self-love and self-doubt are issues for every human being that walks this planet like there isn't a person who doesn't struggle with insecurities or concerns or voices in their head and until you actually do the work taking up those tools and mm -hmm. getting people to support you like coaches you don't really know how to break through it because it's just how it's always been there's always been voices in your head there's always been things that are scary you know there's always been things that hold us all back and it as i've watched people same thing it doesn't matter how much money they make it doesn't matter how long they've been here it doesn't matter whether they're male or female it doesn't matter what religion they are i am just been so moved and educated by the fact that everyone has a sense of doubt and fear as they move through life so learning this self-love and acceptance and learning how to love your story is so key to just being able to live big absolutely what we're doing is important yes it is yeah 100 percent. so what kind of insights and advice do you have that are most powerful for helping others get to that place of self-love do you have just a couple you could share with us 
Absolutely. So knowing it's possible to be the rock star version of you. You know, I consider the rock star version like your best self. So like if that word doesn't resonate with you, like choose another word, like, you know, being the goddess self or being that warrior, whatever word like really lights you up, like knowing that that is you, period. I don't care what's happened to you in life. I don't care what chips have been down for you. You are amazing, period. And so it's first recognizing that that dream version of yourself that you dream of, you long for is actually real and it's possible to live. Secondly, practicing gratitude for yourself. So, so much of our society is focused in giving out and obviously that's so important, so important. And it's also an oversaid message. Not enough people talk about authentically giving into themselves because they're afraid it'll mean that they're selfish or self-centered. It's not the case when you're full, you want to show up, you can be in contribution, you can give out, you can be this giving generous being. If you're not full and you give, then you tend to turn into a martyr, which isn't fun for anyone. <laughs> so, you know, practicing that gratitude for yourself, turning inward is so powerful. You know, five minutes a morning, I'm grateful for myself for, you know, whatever it is, the simple things. I have legs, I have arms, I have eyes, to I'm a really good friend, to I do a great job at work, to I have a kind heart, right? So literally, whatever that is, five minutes a day, minimum, and then lastly, I like to share with people mirror work. This is really powerful and really simple. Stand in front of the mirror or sit in front of the mirror, look into your own eyes for five minutes, five to 10 minutes. All of these things can be done much longer, but I like to start off with times where probably people can fit into their busy lives. And so like five to 10 minutes, look in your own eyes and out loud or in your head, say, I love you. And if you wanna get really wild and crazy with it, do it naked. <laughs> because I don't care how beautiful you are or how not beautiful you are. All of the stuff comes up when you're standing in front of the mirror and that voice wants to kick in that's judging every single part of you for whatever reason. And the thing, the key with that is recognizing that that voice is only doing its job and to be kind and loving to that voice of doubt. You're never going to get rid of it, but the more you can love it and appreciate it and just recognize it for the liar that it is and not believe it, then you're free. Thank you for those. I, I wonder if you have any stories from your life or clients' lives that kind of show those concepts in motion. Do you have a story or two to share? Oh gosh, I've like gazillions, let me think. <laughs> so one of my clients, she came to me because she has absolutely everything material in, in life. She would fall into what I call the, truly like the wealthy category, the, the externally wealthy category. And she hired me because she wanted to feel internally wealthy. So she truly is a beautiful woman, very attractive and has all this stuff. But yet she, she came to me because she felt broken. These are her words, not mine. She felt broken. She felt like she needed fixed. Those are lies, of course. No one's broken. No one needs fixed. But that was where she, she began out with her story. And she recognized that what I had on the inside and what I was teaching to people she wanted to have and she knew that she could have it so with this lady that hired me one of my clients she you know she hired me because in, internally she wanted to feel just as wealthy as she is externally wealthy and so it was just a matter of a few short months and she came to me you know she's 50 years old so she's had you know definitely a lot of years on the planet being uh understanding her unloving self and it was just in a few, a few short months that literally she would tell me session after session after session like oh my god like I feel radiant I feel beautiful now I'm no longer broken I can do anything and I'm like of course you can 
and you could all along, but how cool that you're actually recognizing that because of the work that I was doing with her and the tools I was teaching, which really evolve around the emotional and the energetic bodies. So it's you're internally repatterning yourself. So then externally, when you go to make new choices, they're creating your reality differently. And it was just like within three months time, it was like this whole new woman in front of me. It was so rewarding to see. And of course, I only taught her what worked for me because I took myself on this own journey first about seven years ago. Well, and what's amazing to me too is that all of that is in our own heads, right? You just tweak your perspective. You start believing and seeing your own beauty and your own fabulousness and you start perceiving yourself that way instead of beating yourself up. It's not really anything external. It all just comes from inside. And so learning how to fine-tune that and having someone to support you in that sometimes I mean that's huge it's all within your own power it is it's exactly it you know and I share with people you know when they hire me that you know really they're hiring me to interrupt the Mm self-sabotage you know because it's like at the end of the day like we're all intelligent we all know what to do but good god are we great in, in getting on our own ways you know even myself you know I have I have three coaches I work with because I'm committed to being the best and I want to be the best for my clients So, you know, I like to share with people when they go to hire someone, do it from the aspect of because you want to be the best and you deserve to self-invest rather than I'm broken, I need fixed, and someone can help me. So how do you do this? What kind of classes or coaching or retreats or, you know, what what do you do? Yeah, so I do a few different things. So, of course, I have my one-on-one coaching that I do with people. And that's for the person who's like, I just want you all to me. And you know, they're able to, to invest in, in their time and, of course, financially in that way. There's everything from things I've learned from yoga to psychology to you know, metaphysics to transformation to coaching. I mean, I have 15 years experience of not only receiving a lot of these modalities, but also getting certifications in a lot of these modalities to where I pick what's most powerful for my client, what's going to suit their needs. I teach them like, why do your lower chakras need healed? Why is this relevant to the money you want to make or the relationship you want to have? And here's a simple practice you can do every day to do that. And I also have group coaching programs. So right now I'm getting ready to launch Soul Speak Academy, which is for people who are ready to share their soul's gifts with the world and get paid and have a ton of fun and joy and pleasure and of course profit doing it. So really helping their entrepreneurial spirits to get out of their own way right? And I have, I coach people into relationships. Like how do you create the relationship of your dreams? It's totally possible. So how do you bridge that gap from where you are to what you want to experience? I know I have my group coaching, I have my one-on-one and that's really how I have support people in that. In closing, do you have any parting words, great words of wisdom for self-love? What even comes to my mind is, you know, how does loving yourself tie in to loving your story in your opinion? Or vice versa. How does loving your story tie into loving yourself? I love that, Lori. Wow. They're so one of the same. They're so connected. So when you love yourself, and it's a choice, it's a choice because you understand that you're worth it, and the pain and the self-beat-up doesn't work. It's exhausting. And honestly, when I get really real real with people, I'm like, you're killing yourself. The reason why self-love matters is because when you're in a state of self-beat-up, you're literally slowly killing yourself. So when you understand that life has always been for you and that the things that have happened to you have been for you and your power is in loving all of that and having gratitude for the lessons and all of that. I don't say that lightly. 
I've gone through some super challenging thing. I have clients that have come through me with some pretty heavy things that have happened in their life. And I get really real when I realize that there is an opportunity in every obstacle. And so loving your story is a part of loving yourself. It's what you went through. You know, I could look back on my own past and be like, wow, I dated a lot of crappy guys and I spent my 20s lost. Or I could be like, wow, this has allowed me to be an amazing self-love teacher now to where people literally hire me because they want to create the relationship of their dreams. I know how to get them there. Really knowing that everything has always been on your side with a simple perspective shift. So it's loving yourself. It's loving your story. It's the whole shebang. You know, my path was very similar to that. And of course, I'm still working on it like we all are every day. But that shift of taking yourself out of being a victim of where you were and all of the things that happened to you that you could control or couldn't control and finding the purpose in that, finding meaning in those experiences is really huge to being able to love your story. Because when you can put a purpose to it, then it doesn't feel so much like, oh, look at these crappy things that happened. It becomes, look at how I learned, look at how I grew, look at what kind of person I am now and what I have to give because of those experiences, which is all really critical part of loving your story. And when your story is out of sync and you're not at peace with it, I think you have a hard time loving yourself because there's something there that doesn't align either with your cultural expectations or your familial expectations or your religious expectations, and then you feel like, is there something wrong with me because I didn't turn out how I was supposed to, or I didn't turn out how my family expected me to, and, and then there's all that angst about, why isn't my life the way it was supposed to be? And that's not a space for self-love, that's a space for self-doubt. Really coming to an acceptance of all your experiences, finding meaning behind them, is a crucial foundation for that self-love, and being able to look yourself in the mirror and say, I really am awesome. I'm going to accept without caveat that who I am and my experiences all the way around make me phenomenal. There's nobody else like me and it's okay for me to just embrace all of that and live from that space. And I find that when I, okay, I'll be honest with you here. I have some insecurities as I get older. <laughs> you know, I see the wrinkles. I see things not holding up the way that they used to and it's really really hard for me I honestly fight those voices every day I notice that when I shut those voices down and I live and I interact with people not from a space of insecurity of oh I'm looking old and oh I'm not as pretty as I used to be or what you know any of those things that usually would make me hold back and and kind of pull away when I just ignore those shut those all the way down and forget about them I'm prettier I mean, I really am because I'm I'm engaging, I'm happy, I'm I'm loving people, I'm open, I'm not holding back and, and being small and wallowing in my insecurity. So I think that mindset is key to being big and living big and enjoying it and being able to influence and touch people, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So in parting, any final words? You matter. So whoever, whoever is listening to this, just know truly that you're not alone, that every single person walking this earth has had challenges. In fact, some of the greatest people of any time, including our modern era, have had some of the biggest challenges. And you matter. You are worth it. And everything you desire is there because it's meant for you to make it happen. And you truly can do anything that you choose to do, period. 
Natalie, you're awesome. Thank you so much for being with us on the podcast. And for the listeners, if you'd like to get links and contact information for Natalie, go to the show notes for this episode at www.loveyourstorypodcast.com and they'll be there waiting for you. And we'd love to hear from you. Any comments or thoughts that you have about self-love or your own experiences, please comment on the website and share your own stories and things you might like to hear about on the podcast. Mm -hmm. 